Hey girl, welcome to Kinsco World, the online playground for boss babe entrepreneurs like you. Here in this realm, we're all about bringing your dream business to life. Let's get to it. The following is an excerpt from a training I did in my Facebook group, Kinsco World Boss Bays. If you're not part of the family yet, head over to Facebook and search Kinsco World Boss Bays to join. Um, I also just wanted to make sure to share these trainings over here because there's so much good content. But if you're hearing me responding to comments and kind of interacting with my group, that's where the weirdness comes. It did start as a Facebook Live. And if you've already seen this Facebook Live, then go ahead and skip over this podcast unless you want to listen to it again and pick up on some other gems. So I want to tell you guys a little bit about me. I know a lot of you guys watching mostly know me, but I want to give you a little breakdown. So I'm Kinsey. I have like an online marketing business and why should you listen to me? Why should you care about anything I have to say? So in the past year, last June, I launched my first course. And since then, I've made over $170,000 with the help of courses. And I didn't even know this. I was like, I wonder how much I've made. Like, that would be a good thing to tell people. (laughs) I looked it up and I was like, holy crap. I was not expecting that much. So it really has come easy and it hasn't felt like, like I remember my first six-figure year was in 2013 or 2014. And it felt like I worked hard for six figures. Like I remember every single client project I took on, right? But this past year since June, I mean, it's just a teeny little bit over a year. It hasn't felt like I had to like give up my life to make that much money, which is crazy because it's more money than I have ever made. So I now, I know a lot of you guys out there are wanting to start courses and I truly believe it's the easiest way to create passive income. And the nice thing is every single time I've launched a course, then it's done. And sometimes I'll revamp the courses, but there's been multiple times where I've just decided to randomly launch a course and like relaunch it and I'll make $20,000 from that launch and I had to do nothing. I had to show up and market it, but that's the nice thing about courses is once you create them, there's no more follow through that you have to do. Um, And so since I've launched courses, I've taught over 300 people, which is crazy. Another one that I didn't even realize, I was like, I'll pull up my like, Kajabi is the software I use to create courses. And I was like, I'll pull up and see how many different people have taken my courses. And it was over 300. So again, I was shocked at that number. I was like, what the crap? So if numbers mean anything to you, (laughs) there's no, those numbers, if you need numbers to trust me, if you're just here because you like me, then I especially like you. But Let's get into the 10 things I've learned. I've definitely had failed launches. I don't even like the word fail, but I've had launches that didn't go as I expected. And I've had launches that went crazy good in November. So my first launch that was over $20,000 was in November. I just had this random feeling to relaunch my branding school, which is one of my, it's like my most expensive course and it's the highest revenue producing. And so I had this feeling I was like, oh, I should just randomly launch this course. And literally in a week, I made 25000 which was crazy. Because up to, up to that point, I had been consistently selling, but not in a big chunk like that. And so that just goes to show I did nothing. And so that's why I am super excited to tell you guys about how to create that for yourself. So I've had things that have worked, things that haven't worked, and I'm excited to tell you guys all about them. Oh, was waiting on Instagram. Ah, I feel like I say it so many times, but I know that people just in their mind think Instagram. So I'm glad you're here. We haven't started yet. I've just been bragging, I guess. <laughs> but let's get into the 10 tips. 
So the first thing that I would say, ugh, I always, every single thing I'm going to say this is the more, most important thing. <laughs> so just keep that in mind. They're all important. Um, but the first thing that I have learned in my launches that have gone well and my launches that haven't gone as well is you have to give them what they want. And then once they get in the course, teach them what they need. So a really easy way to tell what you should teach on is, and this, I don't want you guys to be like, well, nobody's asked me about this because there's, there's going to be a lot of you that your customers wouldn't even think about buying a course from you. But if you came out with the right course, they would be like, uh, hell yeah, I want that. But you can pull, um, feedback and inspiration from any sort of conversation you have with somebody. So if you're having a conversation with somebody and they're like, I've always wanted to start a accessory boutique, but I never knew how to, then you could say, Oh, maybe that could be something that I could learn. Or maybe you create custom earrings and you're like, Oh, I've always wanted to learn how to make stuff, but I, it seems too hard. There's an idea for a course. Maybe you're a photographer and they say, Oh, we can't afford to have a wedding photographer. And we're going to have my cousin take the photos. Maybe you need to say, maybe you should take this course on how to have a successful wedding without a professional wedding photographer or something. You know what I'm saying? Like keep in mind what people are saying to you and think about that all the time. So an example for this is I love branding, obviously. It's the main thing that I do. But the first time I launched it, everybody really cared a lot about the logo and the website and the colors. And I was like, this isn't the main part of branding, right? If you followed me for any time, you know, I don't even really care what your logo looks like. That's not the most important part of your brand. Your brand is this. Your brand is your face, how you talk, what you talk about, what you're excited about, what scares you. Like you are your brand and your logo doesn't matter. But what I realized after my last, well, my second to my last, the second to my last launch is people want that. That's the thing that people are the most excited for. So I'm going to lean into that. And then when they take my course, they'll learn the other parts of branding. They'll learn what they need to know. But if what gets them in the door is a logo and a new website, then that's what I need to get them in the door with. So you have to focus on what they want. Another really like high ticket item that people really want to learn about is growing your following. And for me, this is, a, again, something if you followed me at all, I say it doesn't matter how big your following is. Even a hundred followers is enough to make a lot of money in your business if it's a hundred people that are obsessed with you. But no matter how much I say that, people still want to grow their following. And so when I launch a product and I say, okay, here's my content creation challenge, content is the key to growing an engaged following, such an easy sell for people. But then when they get in, they realize it's about more than just growing your following. So figuring out what people are asking you for, and then in return, getting them in the doors, selling that part of it, but then teaching them what they need. So it's not like you're throwing all of your beliefs away, but it's more like you are just kind of luring them in and then you'll teach them what they actually need to know with also teaching them the stuff that they want. Because I think a lot of times too, something I noticed with my branding school is I was like, branding doesn't matter, blah, blah, blah. And then I see brands that I'm like, oh yeah, visual matters because this looks like crap, right? And so the things that come really easy to us, those are honestly usually the things that you need to teach. And I was so rebellious to it at first. I was like, I just want to teach about mindset and I want to teach about business, like actual business stuff. And then I realized 
but branding is so easy to me that it comes so natural and that's what I need to be teaching because to most people it isn't. Another example of this was I just launched a design academy and it was like an over 20k launch and I literally just threw it together. Like I had a last minute idea, oh I should teach people how to design stuff and it came together so quick, so easy. It was the easiest thing I've ever sold and b- making the trainings, teaching people how to do it is like, I feel like I said easy so many times. <laughs> there should be like an easy counter. I'm just trying to teach you that making courses is easy. Um, but creating the trainings for me is so, it's effortless. There's a new word. <laughs> it's effortless because I don't, it comes naturally to me. I've designed for 10 years, right? It's just something that is literally second nature to me. And so finding those things that are second nature to you that's where your magic is. Your magic is in the things that don't feel hard. The things that feel like, why would somebody pay me for this? It's so easy. When in reality, it's not easy to them. And before we get too far into this, I do want to tell you, you don't have to launch a course about business. You don't have to launch a course about growing your following or your brand or, you know, like even spirituality stuff. I feel like those type of courses are really popular right now. You don't have to do that. That I've read like, I was going to say thousands. There's no way I've read thousands of stories, but I've read like lots of stories, probably hundreds of stories of people who have been really successful selling online courses. Cause if I ever hear about it, I'm like, ah, I got to figure out what they were doing. And there's everything from like gardeners who are selling courses on how to make a garden on your balcony to, um, painters selling courses on how to paint or how to teach your kids how to paint or parenting courses that teach you how to raise raise kids who eat intuitively like literally anything you can think of the thing that you have to really focus on and we'll get down into this this is number 10 so I'm jumping way ahead to the end but the results are what you need to keep in mind so what are people going to get from this and that's going to be the most important thing again it kind of ties with give them what they want sell that result of whatever it is that they're wanting Okay, Ashley says, I feel like I don't have a marketable skill like that. See, that's what I'm saying. It doesn't have to be like marketable like we think it is, right? Think of the things that you're good at and it could literally be, I mean, and also think of the things that you're interested in. Um, I have taken courses and I've seen lots of courses about like how to have fun, how to have a hobby, how to make better connections in person with people. Like literally the options are endless for courses and that's what excites me so much about them is I could sit down with anybody and tell them this is how you should create a course. So Ashley, what do you have a business right now? Tell me more about you and let's brainstorm on what you could do a course on. Does that make sense? Everybody give me hearts if you're still alive. (laughs) Sometimes I get a little cocky with the hearts because it's like a, um, it's a instant, it's an instant confidence boost. So I I like them. I may ask for them. Okay, number two. We got some hearts coming in. Number two, and this is a hard one. This is why I put it so early on the list, is being okay with receiving feedback. So I've been really lucky. I've never had someone be dissatisfied with a course, and you really have to detach. Like if somebody doesn't like this, you can't let it mean anything about you. But I've always had a really big fear because I think it would feel like it meant something about me, right? If somebody was like, I hated this course. It didn't like, it didn't teach me anything that would really suck, but you have to detach from that. Um, and every single time in the beginning, when I would get an email from somebody like about the course, 
a number of courses, I would have this like drop in my stomach, like, oh my gosh, are they unhappy with it? What's going to happen? And then if I saw they like didn't understand something, I would feel so sick. Like, oh, they paid for this and they don't understand it. When in reality, the best thing about courses is they're constantly changeable. You're not sending somebody a book in the mail, right? Even if you did like an ebook, you could easily change that and reset it out. So the really nice thing about courses is they are not permanent. This was something that really interested me when I started getting into like web design and social media design is you, your, the stuff you say, I mean, social media, the stuff that you say is permanent. I'm not to say that you can like go wild, but you can always change things. You can edit your captions. You can go in and change the website. I was just looking through my page for like my um, landing page for the new course. I was reading through it and I had almost posted it and I realized I had so many typos, <laughs> but the good thing is I hadn't printed that out. I literally just created that today and I could easily go in and change it. And so that's an important thing to remember with feedback is welcome feedback. And when somebody says something to you, for example, another, uh, situation with my design Academy is there's been a few things that I haven't explained as well as possible because it's so second nature to me. But I had some feedback from some of the people in the course that they said, could you make a little cheat sheet of the symbols? Could you add this tutorial? Could you help me with this part? And it has just helped me so that now next time I launch it, I've had 30 people go through my design academy. And so I'll confidently know this is a good product. These 30 people all went through and I made the changes that they had. And so asking for feedback, listening to feedback, and honestly, like when you launch a course after you're done launching it, putting a question box on Instagram that says, if you did it by this course, why didn't you? And incentivize it because how's it? Who's going to respond to that, right? <laughs> like maybe a couple will respond, but I always try to do some sort of giveaway if I'm like doing like a long survey or something on Instagram to get more feedback, but ask them, why didn't you buy this? A lot of people will probably say it didn't interest me. It wasn't relevant to me. Um, maybe some people will say, I couldn't afford it. And to transition into the next one, when people say they can't afford whatever it is that you're selling, and this is a really big thing that people struggle with is pricing. And I can't tell you exactly for every single course what you should price it because some courses are going to be better at a lower price point and some might be better at a higher price point. But one thing that I will say for sure, it's just as easy to sell the higher price point as it is to sell the lower price point if you have enough value in it. Now, I'm not saying go sell your first course, make it $5,000 and hope for the best. But so my... This is confusing all my different courses. <laughs> I know I'm like referencing. I feel like to understand everything I'm talking about, you have to have been here for a while. Um, but Kensville World of AP is my membership program. So it's like a group coaching program essentially. And at full price, it's $49 a month. But when I first launched it, I did a super early bird exclusive special for $29 a month. And I can honestly say that selling those $29 a month slots took just as much effort as selling a $2,000 branding school package, which is crazy because sell 50 of the 29, you make 1500 a month, which is nice because it's consecutive. That's the nice thing about memberships, but sell 50 $2,000 programs, you've just made $100,000. And so as far as pricing goes, in the beginning, sometimes it's easier to have something that's a little higher price point. And I, I always like to start on a low end. So for example, this course I'm launching tonight, the 10K course launch blueprint, it is full price $7.99. Eventually, it'll be a $2,000 course. Next time, I, next time I launch it, I'll probably have it go up a couple hundred until we reach that $2,000 mark because I like to start 
underpricing and way over delivering. And that's a really good, I mean, I don't have that as <laughs> a number like on my 10 tips, but I always start low. And so with your first course, start low, start. I mean, don't sell yourself for nothing, but start at a lower price point. Um, the, the thing that you have to check in with yourself is, am I selling this for a lower price point? Because I think people won't buy it if it's more expensive, because that's when you're coming from a place of scarcity. You have to come from a place of, okay, this is my course I created on crocheting and I'm going to save people so much money by being able. And honestly, that's one of those things that it's like going to be saving people money. Maybe if they don't want to buy hats at the store, but it's also going to be like a fun thing. Like I'm giving people a hobby that they could be invested in for the rest of their life. So this crocheting course, I know that if they went somewhere and took classes to learn the level that I'm going to be, it would be well over $300. So I'm going to price it at a really good price of $99 and I'll be able to sell that so easily because what matters is you believe in the value. So if you're like, yeah, I've taken, I've been crocheting all my life. I don't know where the crocheting came from. <laughs> I just wanted to say one that wasn't like business oriented. So it's like, okay, I've been crocheting all my life. I know that I have $99 worth of wisdom in my mind. And this is why I always really like with courses, I'm giving you guys way much, way more than I planned on <laughs> because I'm giving you way more than the 10, but that's okay. That's why I like to have with courses lately. I do either like an open inbox policy where they can send me emails and I'll respond in like a Q&A video or doing live Q&As. Like with my design academy, there's a live Q&A every week. Um, doing some sort of question and answer because then they're not just getting your course. They also can reach out to you for feedback. And I'll tell you something, most people won't. Don't be afraid that like you're gonna become overwhelmed and have all of these questions until you get to the level that you're launching to like in selling thousands of course, which is the level we're all shooting for. That's what's cool is you create a crochet course, then all of a sudden that course establishes you as an expert. That's kind of the first step is creating this course. And then everybody learns, oh, there's this lady that teaches crocheting and does really cool videos and has really cool patterns. Like you should follow her. I'm not even into crocheting, but I'm interested in learning. And th from then on, you could create a million dollar business off of a crocheting program easily. Easily, easily, easily. And you just have to be specific on what you're teaching. So, I feel like I've been talking for a long time. Um, I sell clothes for boys, boy mom times four here. Okay, so you sell clothes. How, what type of clothes do you sell? Um, do you like create, like tell me more about that. Because first, first of all, you could tell somebody how to start a clothing shop if that was something that you were interested in. Or you could tell, you could sell a course on fun activities for boy moms. I can tell you if I had a boy, <laughs> I wouldn't know what to do with them. And so any sort of like mom course like that, you could totally easy sell. Think of the things that you're doing in your life naturally and easily being a mom to boys, even if it's not easy, but even if you've learned tricks to it, that could easily be a marketable course. Mercedes says, what are your thoughts on starting a YouTube channel versus launching a course? Do you know if it's harder to monetize? Oh, it won't let me see more. Let me open if I can. Um, hold on. It won't let me load more on my phone. I think what you're saying is it harder to monetize a... Copy. 
Gosh dang it, it's not gonna let me load. But I'm assuming you're asking, is it harder to monetize through courses or a YouTube channel? And I will tell you 100, 1 billion, 1 trillion, all the numbers, one zero 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 times easier to monetize through a course. YouTube, you're gonna have to get hundreds of thousands of millions of views to ever start making money from that. Whereas you could sell one course, um, like, or even 10 courses, that's realistic. And the same amount of time it takes you to create even a following of like a hundred people. So I think YouTube's a great place to establish yourself as an expert. But for me, I literally, so when I first started selling courses, I had a thousand followers, maybe a little over a thousand followers. And I've since then grown it. But in the beginning, the first time I launched, I made like $10,000. It will take you, I don't, I heard the formula of how much you make on YouTube based on followers, but it's not as much as you think. For like a million subscribers, it's like $10,000 a month. And a million subscribers is a lot. So selling courses is nice because you can start making money immediately. And maybe your first launch, uh, it's a learning process and you only sell two or three. But that's okay because next time you can sell five or six. You got to do nothing else besides showing up and selling it. Um, okay, I'm so mad. Keep your guys' comments short and like put enters after them because I can't, it won't let me load more. But Bailey said platforms. I've had a course filmed but can't decide on a platform. First of all, I want to talk about, maybe I shouldn't be answering the questions yet. <laughs> I'm getting distracted. Okay, I'm gonna finish my 10 and then I'm gonna answer the questions after. So as you have questions, keep asking them, okay? Because I know my mind is gonna go all over the place. I have to stick to my schedule. So the next thing that I wanna talk about is making it a hell yes. So their pain, the thing, whatever it is, whether it's that they wanna start a new hobby, whether it's that they wish they had more followers, whether they want more subscribers, whether they want to have more ease in their parenting, whether they want more peace of their mind, whatever it is that you're selling to them, you have to make sure that that's worth the investment. So if someone says no to you, it's because you haven't reminded them of how much it sucks where they're at. And sometimes this kind of stuff can start to feel yucky. Like I feel you that sometimes it can be like, oh, like I don't want to sell somebody something if they don't want it. But then remember the value of your course. If you believe in your course, if you believe in what you're selling, you won't feel icky about it because you know that it will help them. If it really is going to help them get rid of this problem, whatever it is, then you shouldn't feel icky selling it and you have to have that confidence of it is worth this price. And that's been a really big thing. I think as women, it's hard to step into the selling role. And I did a podcast about this, but you really have to realize the worth of your own products or your people won't. And so sometimes that can mean going through your course after you've created it, going through every single step of your course. Every single time I relaunch the branding school, I go through all the steps. Every time I launch um, any of my other courses, I literally sit down, go through the workbook, fill it out as if I had never seen this content before. And at the end, I'm always like, holy crap, <laughs> this should be thousands of dollars. And so having that you know, a reminder of how much your course is worth and viewing it from an outside perspective is huge um, because you have to make it a hell yes for people. I mean, it's like I set out early access to my VIP group of this course that I'm launching tonight and I had multiple people sign up immediately, like literally within minutes of sending it out, I had multiple people already sign up. And so you have to make it so obvious that it's a hell yes. And what goes along with that is just teasing your product. 
So I was talking to my sister. This is inappropriate, but she was talking about when are we launching because she's my assistant. So we like plan a lot of stuff together. And she was talking about when are we going to launch the next course? Should we launch it now? And I was like, no, you literally like the week before you launch a course or two weeks, the longer you go, the better it's going to turn out for you. You literally have to like foreplay your customers. <laughs> you have to like warm them up to that idea of they need this, reminding them of their point, pain points, reminding them of how good it would be if they overcame this problem. You have to plant those seeds or people get confused. A lot of times the first bit of a course, even if I've talked about it for weeks, the first few days of course, I'm just telling people, this is what it is. This is what I'm teaching you. This is what it'll look like. This is what the course looks like. This is, you know, what you will learn. You tell those things over and over and over again. And I'll still have people on the last day all of a sudden say, oh, I've been off Instagram. I didn't see anything you were selling. Like, um, I'm in, but they weren't there. They didn't know anything about it. And so launches, I, I, and that's one of the things in the 10 K launch blueprint, there's my 10 day exact launch for, cause I always do 10 day launches for how to market your course and the exact same things I do, the types of content I provide and what I talk about. It's so that is worth the whole price of the course. But so I keep my launches short because you have to take care of yourself. That's another one of my, um, steps. Maybe I'll move on to that one. Um, but let me first finish my train of thought. Um, you have to have this amount of like, okay, I'm going ham during these 10 days. It's going to be intense. I'm, you know, giving it my all. And then before that you have like a month, two weeks, even I usually go two weeks because I'm launching a lot of courses that you're just reminding them like, oh, I sell courses, I've had success, I have ease, I have consistency in my biz, and doing it in even little ways. Like, if you're about to sell a course that's gonna teach people how to make more money, show yourself like having fun out and about. Little things like that work in people's subconscious to be like, oh, she's always out having fun, she's always out doing these cool things. If you're gonna teach somebody how to sing, Show yourself at a concert, like post videos of you from an older time singing to a group of people and those people who want to learn that will, you know, it's just like stroking their inner, <laughs> I was going to say fantasy, but it kind of is. It's like your, your lifestyle dream of whatever you've dreamed of. You have to just constantly remind people of that and constantly show that up before you do the actual launch. So um, the next thing that I want to talk about, about your launch plan, those 10 days is you have got to clear your schedule. Um, and this is something I am so bad at every single time because my life is crazy. And I honestly, like, I'm not trying to brag, but, and it's not even bragging, but like, I usually am going somewhere multiple times a month. I normally have something, whether it's Vegas or California or whatever, I normally have a certain place that I'm going to. So it's really hard for me to plan launches when I'm actually gonna be in town. Um, but I am easy enough on myself with that. The important part is timing your beginning and your end to be to, for you to have total freedom and not have to worry about it. Because it's not like I work a lot on those days. I probably work a couple hours a day during launch, but you have to give yourself time to relax and get your energy boosted back up. For example, with this live, I was gonna record a couple videos for the course so I could just get it out of the way. And I was like, I don't, I can't waste my energy on those videos. I have to time it out one video a day because I want every single video to be action packed. And every single time you're writing a caption on Instagram, every single Instagram post during that launch should lead people to buying your products. And so to have that clarity of your schedule, um, 
is huge. That makes a huge difference because the time there was a time when I did, I don't remember what I was launching. I think I was launching Rich Creative Crash Course or something. I don't know. One of my courses, I don't have that many. I have like five. Um, I was launching one of them and I ended up being in New York and I wasn't really planning on it. And I just got bored and I got bitter and I was over it and I was over trying to like think of things to say when I didn't have time. And I was like, I don't even care about this. Why would anybody want to buy this from me? And that was because I had too much on my schedule. And so since then, now I've been really careful to at least have a clear schedule where I wasn't working on client projects. Cause another thing was like, I had a ton of clients that I was also balancing on top of this. And so clearing it as much as possible, getting as much done as you possibly can will do huge things for your courses. Okay. I've like jumped all around and I'm getting those, you know, when you talk for a long time and you have like the spit on the side of your mouth, I'm getting that. Okay. Next, FOMO. Okay, have you ever, have you guys ever had FOMO? Do you know what FOMO means? <laughs> FOMO means fear of missing out, right? And this is a strategy that I learned. Um, and a lot of the things that we are talking about today kind of are strategies for selling because that's kind of the biggest part of creating your course. I know so many people with amazing courses that have never sold one and it's because they don't have a good selling strategy. So. This was something that I learned last November. I think it was during my best launch ever. So I had a ton, I sent it out and I did affiliate. So I said, if you sell my course, um, if somebody comes to you as a referral, I will pay you $100 back. And I had such success. I had people sell like seven, eight, nine different courses. And I was happy to send it because it was a $2,000 course. I'm happy to give you $100 if you sell that for me, right? And the people are also stoked because they're getting $800 for doing nothing. But I would always repost them talking about it and talking about how they works, how much they loved it, how exciting the process was. And then I also, most times, will give people an incentive to post about joining the course. So I'll say something like, I haven't done that in the past little while, which I actually forgot about. It just came to my mind. But I'll do something like, if you share this, I'll send you a sticker pack or I'll enter you in a giveaway for this or some sort of reason to, to say, share this on your Instagram and you'll get a reward. Um, because then I would share that and people would see, you know, 20 different people who had signed up and it's like, I want to sign up. All these people are signing up. You know, it's like when you see, I don't know, somebody going to a concert and you're like, I didn't even want to go to that concert, but now all my friends are at that concert and I'm kind of mad I'm not there because that looks freaking fun. <laughs> you want to give them the same vibe with courses. And this is why another reason I love them so much is you're selling an experience, right? It, it could be as fun to people as a concert. If you haven't taken a course before, um, then you kind of don't know the vibe, but every single time I open a new course, sign up for a new course, I take courses all the time. And that should be a tip on here is taking courses. If you're going to sell courses, you have to understand what courses look like. You have to understand what's a good course, what's a bad course. I've spent like $3,000 on a course that was crappy and I bought it right before I launched my branding school and it helped me realize, oh my gosh, like this is so worth the value. And then I've also bought courses that are $19 that are amazing. And so just figuring out what's out there and educating yourself along the way is so important. But each time you buy a new course, it's always like, ah, like I can't wait to learn this stuff. It's so exciting. And so realize your people are having that experience and treat it like that. Treat it like they're going somewhere fun. They're going to Disneyland. What would Disneyland feel like in a course? That's my brand. <laughs> my brand is Disneyland. But maybe your brand is like a holistic yoga retreat. What would that feel like 
in a course? How would you open that up? Um, because you want to give those same vibes so they can feel that excitement as soon as they get in, as soon as the course starts. So FOMO is real and it's important to, um, to bring. And again, just going back, the second you start to feel yourself like, oh, that's kind of icky. I don't know if I want to do that yet. You've got to figure out your triggers because if you're going to show up and be selling online, you have to figure out why you're feeling that way and why you don't believe in your product. And then go back to the drawing board and make sure you really believe it will have results. And it's harder in the beginning because the second time around for me is always easier to sell a product because I have testimonials. I have people who have done the course and who have sent me messages saying how much it's helped them in their business or their life or whatever. So it's always easier the second round. So another technique here that you could do is send, I feel like I'm overwhelming you with all these tips. I'm just excited because <laughs> this is what I've been doing for the past year and I can't talk about it with anybody because none of my friends sell courses. But Another good thing is like beta testing it. Give it to your mom, give it to your sister, send it out to influencers and saying, hey, I have a new course launching. Will you look over this and let me know your thoughts and share about it when I launch if possible. And receiving their feedback and they're like, this was so bomb. I learned how to make the best banana pudding ever. I've never been able to nail it. I'm gonna freaking talk about your banana pudding course for the rest of my life, right? If I could learn how to make banana pudding from a course, I would. That sounds freaking good. Anybody know a place in Orem that sells banana pudding? No, I'm craving it. Okay, so the next thing I want you to think of is ask yourself once you've gotten your course to like a good point, or maybe even once you just started into the process, are you selling this to make money? Is that your main purpose? And this is something that I always struggle with because I'm very driven by money and I love making money and it's not like a embarrassing thing to me. <laughs> I love money. But you also have to make sure that that's not what's driving it. You have to be purpose-driven in this. And it's not as deep as like, oh, it's my purpose, right? Because like if you're teaching somebody how to make sugar cookies, that might not be your purpose in life. But think deeper of it. Like what is that course going to help them feel? What type of accomplishment is the course going to make them feel? How are they going to feel knowing that they've learned this new task? And then focus on that because it will be so much easier to show up when you're not focusing on the money aspect of it. It feels yucky to be like, yeah, I'm just trying to make this money from this person. That's when it starts to feel yucky. So you have to keep bringing yourself back to this is awesome that I've sold many of these or this is yeah I haven't sold that many but bring yourself back to but the main point is I just want to help one person or two people when I had my most successful launch in November I literally relaunched it just because I had this feeling that I should I was like yolo I don't have anything going on the rest of the month um I had a goal I was like if I sell three that's worth it right three times 1800 is like how much I don't know. It's over 4,500, right? So like to make $5,000 on a whim, great, no problem. And because I had just focused on like, I'm just going to get three people in who need this course, who didn't get in on it. That's when it came so much easier. It just, and it wasn't about the money. It was about, I want more people in this course. Last week, I, or not last week, a couple days ago, like Tuesday or something, Wednesday, Thursday, Tuesday, I decided I had just gotten off a call with my design academy and it had gone so good. It was so fun. And I realized there's more people that need to get in on this course. So I opened it up and I made almost $5,000 just in a couple days from opening it back up and just saying, okay, actually I'm going to open it up for two more days. 
How easy is that, right? I barely even had to sell it. I posted a few of the pictures, um, but the thing I'm most excited about with that is that I have more people in who are excited to learn. And so you have to focus on that purpose. Again, doesn't have to be this huge thing. It could just be like, I'll be happy if 10 more people know how to make gingerbread houses. I don't know why I'm on like this weird cooking, like DIY crafty vibe, but it's happening. So focus on the purpose. Okay, and I've talked about this in my Facebook group too, but payment plans, they are, I have been talking for 40 minutes. Holy crap, I just glanced at the time. Are you guys alive? Give me hearts if you're alive. Uh, payment plans are life, straight up, um, because they will create that consistency in your business. So the first few times I launched, I was excited to get the pay in fulls because I'm like, yes, like that's instant money, instant money in your bank. When you're like stressed about money, feels good to have 100% payment or 100% pay in fulls, right? But then when you start creating payment plans, um, a couple months in, I realized the magic after I launched a couple courses because everything starts to stack up. I'm gonna post a picture on my Instagram today of my inbox and it's just like payment received from blah, 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 payment received from blah, blah, because almost every single day, I have multiple payments come in and some of them are only $30. Some of them are $20. Some of them are $300. Like, but together stacked, I never have to worry about, do I have money coming in? Because it's always coming in. And that's the nice thing about payment plans is they stack up in the beginning. You'll be like, okay, well, I only got $20 from this option or $200 from this option. When I, if I sold it in full, I would have gotten a thousand, but that's gonna play out in the long run and create so much more consistency. So to have this attitude of long game, we're not trying to make a million dollars this year. I mean, maybe you are, but I'm a big believer in like be easy on yourself and set goals that push you, but focus on that long-term business. I can run a business where I'm selling courses it, how I am with my process that I teach you in the 10K course launch blueprint, I could sell it for the rest of my life and I would never burn out. My burnout happens from taking on one-on-one clients, um, saying yes to too many personal projects in my life, saying yes to too many favors. It's never the core stuff. Um, I was having a conversation with my sister about this and she's like, well, so why don't you stop selling courses? And I'm like, that's not the problem. <laughs> the overwhelm is coming from every single place except courses. And so that's what I really focused on with this part of my business is creating just these long-term results that I can easily duplicate for the rest of my life. Like I don't ever want to do anything besides what I'm doing. So you have to focus on the long-term and like realize payment plans are really desirable and they create so much consistency. Okay. So the ninth one is plan it out. So Again, in the 10K course launch blueprint, I give you my 10 day plan, but I literally sit down with like up to three weeks before I'm gonna end, before I'm gonna close the doors on a course. And I say, okay, this is what type of topics I'm gonna talk about. This is what I'm gonna post on Instagram. I literally just write, I wish I had my uh, person here, but I write down on a list every single like uh, caption idea I have for Instagram. So if you've seen my Instagram, I usually do like, a header and then I write some stuff about it. So I just write, I bring up everything that would make sense with this course to talk about to people. And so planning it is gonna create so much ease rather than every single day you're like, what am I gonna talk about? Why are they gonna wanna buy this? Planning it is gonna take that burden off of you so that when you're doing your launch, you can do things 
that are relaxing. I usually try to get a few massages during the launch. I always go out to eat. That's like a thing. Every single night I go out to dinner and I eat at a place. I don't just go and grab takeout and rush home. I eat, I treat myself. It's like I'm dating myself for the 10 days of a course launch. Um, and I really do be careful of like, I don't hang out with very many people. I never say yes to dates <laughs> like during a course launch, which is maybe why I haven't dated the entire past year. But those course launches are really important for me to protect my energy. Um, so planning it out, I was like, where am I going with this? I already talked about this. Um, planning it out is going to create more ease so that your entire 10 day launch, you don't have to worry about planning it. You can step into the role of like, I'm relaxing. I'm the mother freaking CEO. And I'm just now pulling on the different switches for the different things I need to posting this, sending it, excuse me, sending an email. Speaking of burping, I heard something the other day that burping is not rude in France. Like it's allowed. And I know I'm supposed to live there now. <laughs> Anyways, planning it, flipping on the switches, sending an email, posting on Instagram, doing a Facebook Live, doing an Instagram Live, like whatever it is that you're doing, planning it out. And a really huge thing to me is if you've ever learned about courses online from people, everybody has this like funnel system and they do webinars and they have all these crazy things they do. I don't do that. That stuff freaking stresses me out. And maybe one day I will, maybe one day when I have a team that I can hire people out to do that stuff. But for me, I just want to post on Instagram, maybe show up a few times in my Facebook group and I want to sell the shit out of my products and I don't want to have to do that on a webinar software that I don't really know how to use. I don't want to have to have this whole email system planned out that confuses me and stresses me out. I really like to make it easy for myself and that's what I want to teach you guys to do too. And I want to empower you guys, even if you don't take my course or whatever, it doesn't have to be that hard. Again, my most successful launches haven't felt stressful. It's just been like, well, I'm going to sell this and I'm going to post about it and talk about how it helps people and that's about it. And then it sells. It will sell if you're talking about the right things to the right people. So the last one that I already kind of talked about is selling those results. So people don't care if you're gonna help them with their mindset and help them live a better life. But if you said, I'm going to shift your mindset so you can step into the most powerful version of you and make more money than you've ever wanted to. Would you say yes to that? Uh, I was doing a training the other day where they were talking about, you have to think about your course as a magic pill. So if I gave you a magic pill that said, I'm gonna make you lose 100 pounds, would you take it? Well. <laughs> Hopefully most of you don't need to lose hundred pounds. If somebody gave that to me, I'd be like, yes, <laughs> give me the pill unless I have side effects. But you know what I mean? So if you were selling a health program that you were confident people could lose hundred pounds on your health program, you have to think of it as that magic pill. And if people would want to take that magic pill and pay money for that magic pill, they would want it. So if I gave you a magic pill that said, after you take this magic pill, you're going to be able, you're going to learn how to ride horses through on the beach or something. I don't know. I don't know how you would teach a horse riding class virtually, but you know what I'm saying? Like you have to focus on the main results that people are wanting. That's what you sell and then make it easy for them to understand because they don't want to think about, oh, I'm going to have to do all this. I'm going to have to meditate. I'm going to have to do this. I'm going to have to overcome my fears. No one, if you say, I'm going to help you overcome your fears. People start being like, you're going to help me overcome my fears. I don't want to face my fears though. They're scary versus saying, I'm going to help you step into the most powerful version of you and gain the confidence to make big impact in the world or whatever. Selling that end result is so powerful because that's what people want to buy. So 
those are the 10 things. Again, I could give you a list of 100 things. There's so much more. That's why I'm so excited about my 10K course launch blueprint. So it's live now. I posted um, a link in the comments. The first seven signups, which I've already had a couple people sign up. I don't know how many more I have left, but the first seven people to buy get free boxer access during the whole course. So you can ask me any questions as it's coming up. Ask me questions about how to, um, like, why am I struggling with the word? Position your course, how to stand out from other courses, all of that good stuff. It's seven weeks of training. It's only $5.99 if you buy in the next five days. The course goes, the price goes up to $7.99. Uh, there's a payment plan option for $169 times four. And again, it teaches you everything. It's gonna teach you how, like what to sell. It's gonna teach you who to sell it to. It's gonna teach you how to market it. It's gonna teach you how to grow your following of people who need your products, right? Instead of just maybe your mom and dad and sisters, whoever follow you. It's gonna teach you all the things. And then again, we end with a Q&A call so you can ask me any questions along the way and I will answer them in that last call. And it's only, again, $5.99 if you get in in the next five days and then it raises up to $7.99. There's payment plan options available. It's gonna be good. I'm excited for those of you to get in because as you can tell, I'm like passionate about, I went to Vegas the other day with my dad to pick up my sister from the airport and the entire time we talked about like what type of courses he could sell because he's like a really successful realtor, but he's seen how easy it has been for me to make this sort of money. And so he was like interested in it, just kind of talking about it. And it was so fun. Time went by so fast. Cause I was like, you can do a course on this, you can do this, you can do this. So I'm really excited to help empower you guys to create the type of money and consistency in your business that you deserve and take that stress away of when is the next paycheck going to come in? When is the next order going to come in? Create that consistency through payment plans and through creating a launch schedule. So now I'm going to do Q&A. If you have any questions, let me know about the course or anything. Platforms. To go back to that. Kajabi. So I'm going to teach two different platforms in the course. Kajabi and Teachable. Kajabi is more expensive. I think it's 99 But the actual really good news is they're doing a special... Um, I'm like an affiliate for them and they're doing a special affiliate sell for prices off their course right now. So if you want to get it on Kajabi, message me and I'll send you the link. So I think it's like 10% off or something. It's $90 a month and Teachable is $30 a month. But what I asked myself is, do I want this to fill just like a course? Like Teachable is very... Um, kind of like feels like school and Kajabi you have a lot more freedom to add photos and make it feel like an experience and you also have a lot more uh options for expanding something I was kind of scared because I got I actually got the $199 a month option because I have a lot of courses and a lot of students and so I upgraded but when I did that I was kind of nervous I was like 200 bucks a month is kind of a lot but then I realized I had to ask myself am I trying to make $500 a month selling courses or $50,000 a month setting, selling courses. So that for me was like, I had to level up into that, but Teachable's the best, or I mean, whoa, <laughs> minus that. Kajabi's the best, Teachable's the second best in my option, um, in my opinion. You don't wanna have to worry about all the ins and outs of it. Like I never have to worry about like a bug or something not working. Every once in a while, I'll forget to post something or I'll schedule it the wrong way, but it's not like having to worry about doing a private section on my website. For me, I'm a web designer and that's still, is too much work. So I just do it through those through those platforms because it makes it really easy for me. Make my own designs and use a fulfillment company for now. They're closed for teen boys because they at least represent. Okay, I can't see the rest of your comment. It caught 
your comment because it cuts off after represent. But I would say if you know how to make your own design, teach people how to make their own t-shirts. That was one of the main reasons I sold my design academy is because so many people wanted to know how to make t-shirts. And so teach them how to do that. Like say, have you ever wanted to learn how to do this? And the exciting part about this is you can sell that for a lot more than the cost of a t-shirt and it's worth a lot more for the cost of the t-shirt. So if that's something you like to do, sell that. Is it harder to make money on YouTube? Yes. I think I are yet. I hope you listened to the answer on that question. Or I don't hope you, but I hope you heard it. Um, if not, go back and listen. Should I sell a course on the same account I sell earrings on? Is there a good way to separate these things without? Okay, so Tori, what I would say is, is the course going to pertain to your business or is it going to pertain to something else? I would probably say where you were selling a product like that to start a separate account or a personal account. Um, to not confuse your customers because your main thing, you still want to keep your earring account like, okay, I'm selling earrings. This is what I'm doing here. Unless you were literally teaching people how to make earrings or something, I would separate it. Um, if it's business related, should I redirect business owners to my personal account and do it there? Yes. Yes, for sure. Where's the link? The link is, Kenzie, you're in VIP. So use the VIP link. I sent it out through the email because you'll save more money with the VIP link. Um, yes, Tori said there would be a discount. Yes, there is. And that's a good one. Yeah, so I sent it out via email. I'll send it out on the Slack. Does anybody else have any questions about, um, about courses or about the course? <laughs> My assistant kept calling it the course course. She's like, what are we launching the course course? I'm like, that kind of has a good ring to it. But another good example with that is I'm, instead of just saying, I'm going to teach you how to make courses or say, this is called the boss babe course creator, which I kind of thought of. It's really important to sell that result. So that's why I said, because I am confident if you do these things I teach you in your, in this course, you can have a 10 K course launch in no time. I honestly considered it called considered calling it the 50 K course launch because you could scale this to whatever size you want. But I was like, no, like I want them to feel confident and comfortable that you could scale this to a 10 K course in no time. I teach those things really easily. So that's a good example of how to sell the result. Okay guys. Well, I had fun. I'm sorry that I was talking for so long, nearly a full hour. This is a new, um, this is a new, low or high depending on how you look on it thanks for hanging out with me let me know if you have any more questions on through my dms or on this live video i sometimes the comments get lost but it's been fun hanging out with you guys thanks for being here with me